The Dallas Stars are trending in the right direction. Last night, they defeat the Philadelphia Flyers by a score of 3-1. to one. Now they are winners of three straight, and they'll be looking to cap off this four-game road trip with a fourth consecutive win against the Devils tonight. On today's show, we'll give you a full breakdown of last night's win, as well as give you a preview of tonight's matchup between the Stars and the Devils. All of this coming up on a Tuesday edition of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on the Dallas Stars, and excited to bring this episode to you after another Dallas Stars victory on this Tuesday, January 25th. Only a few more days left in the month of January. And it was a big night for the Stars last night in the city of brotherly love, defeating the Philadelphia Flyers, claiming the season series over Philadelphia, winning both games this season back in November at the AAC. And, of course, last night at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, handing the Flyers their 12th consecutive loss, some of those losses being in overtime, some of them being regulation losses, last night being of the regulation variety. The Stars also ruining Keith Yandel's big night, I guess tomorrow slash today, uh, recording this on Monday night after the game. So Tuesday will probably be the bigger night. Um, you know, he's now skated 964 consecutive games Yandel has tying Doug Jarvis, a record that's stood since 1987. Uh, I all signed to point to, to Yandel skating tonight against the Islanders in New York, and, and he'll officially set the record then. So maybe they can get the win uh, and snap their franchise tying, uh, you know, 12-game losing skating, get back on the right track with the win, celebrating Yandel, uh, enshrining himself into hockey lore for the foreseeable future, because that's going to be a very, very difficult record to break a lot of respect for Keith Yandel but nonetheless the Dallas Stars don't care about paying respects to their opponents on their milestone nights they care about getting wins and getting back into the playoff picture which as of the time of recording this the Dallas Stars hold the second wild card spot in the Western Conference as around the time I started recording this Calgary was beating St. Louis by a score of three to one if that score did end up holding up then the Dallas Stars drop out of that position but still with about half the season left to go, the Stars are sitting in a pretty good position in terms of likelihood to be in the postseason conversation. But before we get into all the good stuff, talking about last night's game, before we break everything down, do need to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you find your podcast at whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. Any and all follows and subscriptions are greatly appreciated, as are ratings and reviews. You can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you listen at. You can also drop a comment on YouTube. If you like what you hear, always enjoy reading those. Also, give me a follow on Twitter if you're not following me on there, at Dane, double underscore Lewis. But without any further hesitation, let's get right into last night's win. And, you know, just thinking about this road trip and kind of these last few games from the Stars, it's kind of reminding me of maybe, you know, a typical sports movie. Uh, you look at pretty much any big popular sports movie, and, you know, the typically the, the you know, main character in that movie 
never really starts out as, as the favorite. You know, they're always the underdog or the overlooked player, the overlooked team. And the underdogs in those movies never start out the movie beating the champions, beating Goliath, if you will. You know, David and whatever story never starts out beating Goliath. But, you know, they always work their way up. There's kind of a breaking point in the story of the movie in this team or player season. And then they slowly start to trend upwards and they slowly work their way to the top, slowly working their way to the final opponent or fi final player or team that they have to go up against. And, and sometimes it works out for them and sometimes they still lose despite getting so close to victory. And, and I think that maybe Tuesday night, you know, a, a week ago today, taking that loss to the Montreal Canadiens at home, maybe that was a breaking point for the stars this season. Uh, I think looking back, maybe that 72 loss to the Minnesota Wild was a breaking point. Maybe the loss to Nashville earlier this season was a breaking point when the Stars had that like 30 to 45 minute player only meeting after that game. Maybe several different breaking points in the season, but this seems to almost be a new type of breaking point, if you will, because now the Stars who have historically been bad on the road this season have now won three straight and are you know looking to close out this road trip tonight in New Jersey and potentially get at least one point there, if not two, and come away from this road trip with eight points, which would be a massive swing for the Stars going back home for a couple of games against the Caps and Bruins this weekend, which are going to be some big games within themselves. But it's really, really exciting to see the Stars finally start trending upward in an area that they've been struggling in all season. And so much credit is because they continue to find ways to win games. Even when the games are weird and funky, kind of like last night's game, no penalty minutes recorded by either team, so no opportunity to see the Stars' power play or their penalty kill, which was probably for the better and probably a huge reason why Jake Ottinger had the game he had, which we'll talk about Otter in just a moment. But this was just kind of a weird game. You know, things started out slow in the first period, which I think was to be somewhat expected with both teams not really having played in a few days. The Stars last playing on Friday in Detroit. I think that Philadelphia's last game was Saturday in Buffalo. Um, which they lost that game six to three. But, you know, it seemed like maybe the Stars might come away with this game somewhat effortlessly. You know, like I said, things started slow. But then near the end of that first period, Rupe Hintz gets a breakaway goal. Stars go into the first intermission up one to zero. Not a big lead, but they seem to be in control of the game. And, and Philadelphia really just looked dead throughout this whole game. It's hard to really credit them with doing anything well outside of their goalie, Carter Hart, who had a pretty good game for the most part, all things considered. But their offense didn't really do anything you know and that's it, that's the frustrating thing is that the stars didn't get a shutout in this game their only goal coming from Ivan uh, Provorov scoring a goal with the help of John Klingberg skate kind of throwing the puck at the net definitely was not a puck that was on target for the net takes a weird bounce off John Klingberg skate Jake Ottinger not anticipating that kind of movement from the puck and so the puck gets in but it was just kind of frustrating because it was like man what if Philly goes on a run in this third period and ends up coming out on top, all starting because they had things tied up with kind of a weird fluky goal. But the Stars were able to work past that and, you know, prevent Philadelphia from doing really any damage. Of course, I did mention Carter Hart, who had a good game, had a really good save. And one of the, you know, mid stages of the third period, Miro Haskinen had a wide open net, but had to kind of readjust his stick for the shot. That gave Carter Hart enough time to get over and make a really heroic diving save. Pretty good game from him, a guy who's pretty young within their organization. The future goalie for this organization similar to jake ottinger who's the future goalie for this dallas stars organization and they had a few good rushes on the net they had a few opportunities where they you know with some chaos in front of the net with several guys crowded around the crease where they could have slipped the puck in but the defense and jake ottinger held strong and, and you know but it, it just felt like there was this weird kind of lingering feeling that philadelphia was going to find a way to stick around in this game and come out on top and steal this game away from the stars when it felt like 
the stars had the advantage for the most part, even if it wasn't a huge margin of difference. It, there was just, at least for me, thinking the stars have to win this game. They need to win this game. They are the better team. And it would be an absolute shame if they come out of this game with anything less than two points. Uh, and, and the biggest credit to that, I think, uh, it comes down to the end. And, you know, Razor and, and, and Bogorod were talking on the broadcast and they were like, someone has the opportunity now to play hero in this game and it might be someone we don't expect. And it certainly was a player who I don't think a whole lot of people would have expected. And Jacob Peterson scoring a nice one-timer off of a fantastic Alexander Radulov pass. Nice to see Radulov back in the score sheet, even if it is for an assist from his seemingly favorite spot this season behind the opponent's net. He's had a lot of great passes from there that have either gone in for the Stars or some that haven't gone in, whether good goalie play or a missed shot by the Stars forward or defenseman who takes the shot. But really, really good play from those two guys that are playing near the bottom, you know, in the bottom six area of forwards right now on this roster. Really, really encouraging to see from some guys who aren't getting as much playing time, not necessarily the forefront of this team. Really, really encouraging stuff to see from Rads and Peterson. And Peterson in general, just continuing to be a great role player, you know, a rookie this season, a part of that fantastic 2017 draft class, not putting up the flashy numbers like you see from the guys in Detroit or Zegras and, in, in, you know, uh, Anaheim. I was about to say San Diego. Ooh, that is uh, not correct. The Ducks play in Anaheim, not San Diego, Dane. Uh, you know, not putting up those numbers like those guys, not putting up numbers like Robertson and Kaprizov last season. But still, you know, encouraging to see a guy his age being a rookie on this team, showing that he has a promising future within this organization and is going to be a good, you know, franchise centerpiece type player. Maybe he might not ever be the face of the franchise, but a guy that's going to find ways to contribute and help this team win a lot of hockey games. And so the Stars and then, of course, go on to seal the game with an empty netter from Joe Pavelski. So everyone on the Stars' top line, records at least one point last night. Rupe Hintz gets two with an assist on the aforementioned Pavelski goal, as well as a goal of his own. And Jason Robertson assisted on the Rupe Hintz goal. So, you know, I'm not saying that this win last night or these other wins on this road trip are confirming a Dallas Stars Stanley Cup run. I mean, if you look at the opposition, not playing the cream of the crop competition on this road trip, Detroit having a pretty good season. But still, I don't, I don't think many people are counting the Red Wings to be Stanley Cup final contenders this year, even though they do have a pretty good roster. Uh, and Philadelphia is certainly not the cream of the crop. Even a win over New Jersey, not going to be the flashiest win that the Stars get this season. But... You know, you, again, we talk about sports movies. This is kind of one of those moments where the team starts bonding, melding, meshing together, figuring things out, kind of working through some of the bumps in the road from earlier in the season. Really liking what I'm seeing from the stars on this road trip. The wins haven't been the prettiest, but they're wins nonetheless. And they have six points through three games, which is best case scenario going into this final game on the road against the Devils. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline would like to wish you a new happy betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year and there's a new updated desktop and mobile website where you can sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first 
listen of the day. Do want to take a moment and highlight some other great performances in this game, some guys that really stepped up, and another guy who maybe can step up in tonight's game or in some later games or later on in this week. Uh, Jake Ottinger got to be the first guy to talk about. Probably my star of the game, uh, without a, without a doubt, my star of the game. I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, no one, you know, put up huge numbers in this game. Pretty good effort all around from guys like Rupe, guys like Peterson, guys like Pavelski. But Jake Ottinger, I, I think the best story of this game for the Dallas Stars, had some really rough outings in Florida against the Panthers, got pulled early in that game, got pulled early in the game against Montreal on home ice. Really, really rough outing. Seemed pretty down in the dumps after that game in his postgame presser, and rightfully so. Uh, Jake is a guy who's had a pretty nice career so far in the NHL up to this point, about a season and a half in. Uh, hasn't faced too much adversity. I mean, not, clearly not played perfect because no goalie is perfect. But given his age and really his experience or lack thereof in the league so far, he had done really well, and he's put up some really good numbers. But these last few outings, you know, we finally starting to see some cracks and the armor finally starting to see that Jake Ottinger is, in fact, human and that he's going to be imperfect at times, as is every single NHL goalie at any point in their career. But Jake Ottinger last night post 27 saves. And, and it's, again, I, you know, he essentially posted the first Dallas Star shutout of the season. Uh, it's crazy. It's so sad to think that what prevented that was John Klingberg's skate. Uh, because, again, the Philadelphia Flyers didn't really get anything going offensively, and it would have been really nice to see Ottinger get an actual shutout recorded in his first game back after some pretty humiliating defeats at the hands of some teams that, uh, you know, Canadians at the Stars should have beat the Panthers, a team that the Stars have hung with in the past, but then on the road got absolutely demoralized and embarrassed, but loved what I saw from 29 last night between the pipes. I imagine we'll see Braden Holtzby in the, in the net tonight against the Devils, but, again, I, I you would think that we would have seen Ottinger between the pipes on Friday against Detroit after Holtby played Thursday, but we saw Holtby play back-to-back -back nights. Not sure if we'll see Ottinger play back-to-back -back nights. Maybe it would be good for him to get some, you know, to keep the momentum going, but also would not mind seeing Braden Holtby in the net against this Devils team. Both guys then have a little bit of experience at the end of this trip and are able to rest up before Friday night's big matchup with the Caps, which I imagine that one Holtby has to start uh, just because, the, the you know, he's the number one option for this team. Caps are really good. And, of course, he'd be playing against his old squad that he won the Stanley Cup with. But that's another story for another day. Really, really liked what I saw from Jake Ottinger. 27 saves, great bounce-back performance from the kid and, you know, continuing to prove that he's going to be a franchise goalie for the Dallas Stars organization for several years to come, uh, even once Braden Holtby is long gone, uh, which is probably going to be sooner rather than later. It could be after this season, maybe after the following season. Riley Damiani, another guy who I really liked his performance from, and I know the coaching staff must have as well because he got to play some pretty big minutes. He started the game on the fourth line, the last line for the Stars, playing alongside Luke Glendinning and Tanner Caro, but then he got moved up a little after the halfway point in the game to the second line with Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan. Dennis Gurionov getting benched basically in the middle of the game, which we'll talk about in just a second. But three shots on goal for Damiani in about 12 minutes of time on ice, I believe 11.55 was the official TOI. But, you know, really cool to see a guy as young as Damiani, the AHL Rookie of the Year last season, getting some big play time with the big dogs within the, you know, the NHL side of this organization. Uh, and, and, you know, I know Rick Bonus commented that he was really puck hungry, and that was something that Dennis Gurionov really wasn't last night. He wasn't playing, you know, around the puck very well, wasn't getting to the puck quite as effectively, but Riley Damiani came in and was doing that really, really well. He had some nice passes to his teammates, had some good four-checking plays, was playing a pretty physical game uh, at one point, and I can't remember who it was. It might have been Keith Yandel. 
this weird sequence whenever the puck got saved by 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 Hart, uh, the goalie for Philadelphia, and you know Damiani kind of skating by the crease, bumps into another guy on Philadelphia's team, and I think it was Yandel started taking him down to the ice, and almost seems like a fight might break out. But I don't know if he said something or if he was just in those guys' head. But you know, an interesting situation to see a guy as young as Damiani in. But you know, didn't get the didn't score a goal, didn't record anything on the score sheet, but really impressive stuff from the rookie number thirteen, the new yen mark, I guess if you will, if you want to talk about numbers. Really, really cool stuff to see. You know, we already have Jacob Peterson, who's a rookie on this roster, making some big moves slowly but surely. You know, asserting himself within this lineup for years to come, and maybe we'll see Damiani. You know, he's only played a handful of games. I think last night was his fifth or sixth game for the Stars this season, but maybe we'll get to see more of him. I know he's kind of been on the fringe these past couple of weeks being in the AHL with them being on the taxi squad, being on the NHL roster, being on the taxi squad, back to the AHL, kind of been shuffled all around. He's really rolled with the punches, which is really encouraging to see. I, you know, I, I can't imagine that that's an easy process to go through. I know several teams in the NHL are dealing with those kind of situations right now. So it's not unique to Damiani per se, but really nice to see him, you know, put up these kind of, you know, nice, gritty performances where he's not going to get a whole lot of recognition because of the stat sheet, but obviously doing enough to get promoted to the second line mid game with Sagan and Ben who have been around this league for a really long time. And guys that I'm sure Riley Damiani is going to benefit from playing alongside and gathering all the knowledge that those guys have having played, you know, in the NHL as long as they have. And as far as Dennis Garyanov, like I said, benched mid game due to poor play. That was Rick bonus's reasoning for benching Dennis. He said that, and I quote verbatim that he did not deserve to be out there. Wasn't chasing or crashing the puck very well. Uh, and, you know, I, I think that, that that was reflecting a little bit on that line's play. I thought that that second line with Garyanov on it was playing pretty well at the start of the game. But I guess as time wore on, Bonus was liking less and less of what he saw, especially from Dennis. So, you know, it's not Dennis's first time to be in this spot. He's been a healthy scratch before this season. But then has come out and played really, really well. He came out playing really well after the COVID hiatus. So I'm curious to see if he plays tonight in New Jersey. I can't imagine why he wouldn't. Uh, I, I think it would be weird if he was a healthy scratch. I don't really understand, you know, oh, I don't like how this guy's playing. So as a result, I'm not going to play him. How is Dennis Gurionov going to get better if Bonus doesn't play him, especially against a team like New Jersey where the stars are better than on paper? I think it could be a great opportunity for him to bounce back like we've seen him do so far this season. I think, you know, benching him mid-game should be enough punishment uh, air quotes, if you will, for Dennis Garyanov right now. If you didn't like what you saw from him, let him get a good night's rest. Let him show up to morning skate. Let him kind of work out the kinks and let him play against New Jersey because the Stars are going to need all hands on deck to potentially get the eighth, the seventh and eighth points of this road trip going back home with some big games coming up this weekend against Washington and Boston. So weird situation for Dennis Garyanov. He's been in this situation before this season. And hopefully we'll see him flip this around for the better. And he'll have some nice production for the Stars over the next couple of games. And closing out today's episode of Locked On Stars, let's take a moment and preview this New Jersey Devils team. Another team, yet again, that the Dallas Stars have not seen in quite some time due to the divisional realignments last season. And only playing teams in your respective divisions are friends the Devils in uh, New Jersey haven't played them in a while. Eastern Conference from the Metropolitan Division. Speaking of the division, they do sit sixth place in the Metro Division right now. The Devils do with a record of 15, 20, and 5. Their last game was on Sunday at home against the Los Angeles Kings, where they lost that game 3-2. to Both goals coming from Jesper Bratt. Uh, let's 
top point getter, I guess, top point scorer for the Devils so far this season. He scores both goals in that loss for New Jersey on Sunday. Brat is 23 years old, the 162nd overall pick in 2016. Like I said, he currently leads this New Jersey team in points with 36 on the season, 13 goals, 23 assists, and those 36 points are a career high for him at only about the halfway mark through this season. I think his high before that was 35, and I think that was in his first or second season with the New Jersey Devils. So really good stuff from Brat so far this season. 23, like I said, a young guy, picked really, really late in the 2016 draft. So I'm sure that that's really, really nice to see for New Jersey's front office, knowing that they seem to have gotten kind of a diamond in the rough getting picked that late in the draft. Another, and that's kind of the theme of this Devils team is a lot of young guys on this roster kind of in the middle of a rebuild right now. They are in New Jersey. Jack Hughes is a huge part of that rebuild, the 20 year old, the 2019 first overall pick just recently back at the end of November signed an eight year, $64 million deal to be, pretty much the face of this franchise for years to come. I think, the, you know, with eight years, the contract extends to about the end of the 2030 season, which just feels like an eternity away. And that's because it is eight years is a long time. He'll be playing in New Jersey just as long as Miro Haskinen is going to be playing in Dallas. Really, really good stuff for both clubs. And then uh, Jaeger, Sharon Govich, 23 years old as well. Uh, he rounds out that top line. Hughes and Brat play on the top line as well as Sharon Govich, 23 years old. 141st overall pick in the 2018 draft. So another diamond in the rough guy for this Devils organization. You know, yeah, like I said, third member of this top line for New Jersey that they put out for the most part this season. Not doing quite as much numbers-wise as Hughes and Brat. Only eight goals and eight assists on the season for Sharon Govich, but still been a nice guy to have to compliment Hughes and Brat. Again, just another young guy, the Devils building for the future, not looking to be cup contenders or maybe not even really looking to be playoff contenders this season but still building towards the future. And they do have some really, really nice pieces. And this has just been a weird season for the New Jersey Devils. They had a six-game losing streak back from December 10th to the 19th, but then they went on to win three games. And then they've been really, really inconsistent kind of ever since that three-game win streak, uh, you know, before losing that game on Sunday to the Kings. Their last game before that was a win at home against the Carolina Hurricanes by a score of 7-4. to four. Carolina, as we know, one of the better teams in the league so far this season. So, They've shown that they can hang with some of the big dogs and put up big numbers. Seven goals is nothing to scoff at, especially against a team like the Hurricanes. So really, really weird season. Don't really know what we're going to get from this Devils squad. Again, not having played since Sunday, so they are going to be well-rested. I will imagine that we'll see Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, 42nd overall pick in 2015 for the New Jersey Devils in net between the pipes. He started 22 games this season for the Devils with a record of 9-9-3 and with a .894 save percentage. So not really the best numbers for Blackwood this season, but also not really the best numbers for the New Jersey Devils across the board this season, both on the stat sheet and in their record. And as far as predictions go for this game, I find it really hard to bet against the Stars right now, given how they have played. But the pessimist in me is like, oh, they're due for a bad game on this road trip. You know, they they've found ways to win some of these other games. They've had really bad moments, but I just feel like they're due for this game where really nothing goes right. And there's never really a moment where we think the Stars have a chance to win. But I, I think the optimist in me is going to win this battle. I think that the Stars can and should and will win this game. Probably a tight one, probably about a three to two score. I think Joe Pavelski gets the scoring started for the Stars. And I think, you know, that, that the Stars know what's at stake here and they know how much this game means for their confidence going forward. If they can get this win and come away from this road trip with the maximum amount of points, that's going to do wonders for their for their confidence and also keep them 
right there, either in the second wild card spot in the West, or at least on the bubble on the fringe where they're not too far removed from it, which is exactly where they want to be at this point in the season. Still about half the season left to go. And the stars can really go up from there. Can only go up. I mean, a lot can happen over the next several weeks, over the next couple of months. And who knows, maybe the Stars might mess around and find themselves in one of those top three spots in the division. Seems a bit like a long shot, but crazier things have happened. And I think we're finally starting to see the Stars turn a new leaf by actually stringing together some wins on the road, which has seemed to be the missing piece for this team throughout the majority of the season. So really, really excited to see how this game unfolds against the Devils. And if they can get the win, they're going to be riding high coming back to the American Airlines Center for a Friday night date with the Capitals. And also a big night because they're going to be retiring Sergei Zuboff's number before the game. So really, really exciting stuff coming up for the Stars in the next couple of days. And it all starts tonight in New Jersey when they take on the Devils. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we give you a full breakdown of the Stars devils matchup you won't want to miss it we'll get it all covered here at locked on stars thank you again for making locked on stars your first listen of the day now go make your second listen of the day the locked on bets podcast your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs locked on bets hosted by your boy q with expert analysis and insight from lee sterling uh nfl playoffs finally reaching their peak we just saw the best weekend an NFL divisional weekend, at least in NFL history, conference championship weekend coming up. You're going to want to get your bets in. So be sure to tune into that podcast to get all of your information that you need before making your bets. But also be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you find your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to rate and review if you haven't done so already. Be sure to also follow me on Twitter if you haven't done so already at Dane double underscore Lewis. That's at D-A-N-E two underscores l-e-w-i-s you can also find the show on twitter at locked on stars be sure to give us a follow there as well hope you have a great tuesday stars fans and we will see you back here tomorrow for another episode of locked on stars